Hello, welcome to Sias Podcast. I am your host, Valencia Rollins. I have a guest on today, Lashana Dixon, um, and we are going to talk about her journey with having cancer. Um, Sisters in Acceptance Hope Podcast, I have found hope and trust in God. Um, I am going to turn it over to Shana. I am going to let her introduce herself. We ask that you just sit back, listen, enjoy. If you have any questions, just make sure you guys uh, comment at the end. We'll look at the questions and we will comment back. Hi, my name is Lashana Dixon. I am a nurse and I've currently been battling stage four breast cancer since 2014. I have two kids, a 15-year-old and an eight-year-old. All right, thank you, Shauna, so much for uh, joining us today. Um, I just want you to go ahead on and tell them, um, you know, walk them through your journey with, um, with, ha- with having cancer. Okay, well, it first started in 2010. I was 24 when I first found, well, first found the lumps. I found them in January, and I went to the doctor, and I asked for a mammogram. I had to fight to get one because the fact that I was so young, they told me it might just be a cyst or it was nothing to worry about. I fought from January till June, and then June 2nd was the day I got the diagnosis. I went in and I finally got the mammogram and they seen something on there, so they rushed me with a biopsy. And I just remember I went home and that Monday, the doctor called me and he was like, are you sitting down? And I kind of already knew what it was. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he told me it was bre- they found breast cancer um, back from the biopsy. So after that, they kind of rushed me in and I had a lumpectomy in my right breast. Then I rushed with chemotherapy and radiation. Um, after that, they put me on hormone therapy for about four years. I almost reached the four-year mark. And then um, October 14th, I got the phone call that it had came back and it spread to my lungs and my bones. And um, I started chemotherapy after that and I did it every Friday for a while. I had multiple surgeries. Um, I had to get my ovaries and tubes removed because my cancer is estrogen and progesterone receptive. I'm HER2 negative. Um, The BRCA A, BRCA 1C gene and PICA 3 and um, those are just different mutations they found. Mm-hmm. And then in 2016, they found out it spread to my liver. And then mm-hmm. as of Christmas Eve, they found two spots in my brain, one in the right frontal lobe and one in the back. So they're just monitoring the brain right now. Mm-hmm. Um, they said if it grows, they'll do radiation, but um, I had to stop the trial study that I was on because it wasn't working. And that's kind of how it usually go for me after every six months, almost a year mark the chemotherapy stopped working. So I've been on 16 total. Wow, wow. Yeah, and then, you know, um, like how do you find it? Because you're still working as a nurse, you know, you're still a mom. Not only that, you still run like a full business. Um, how, how do you do it? Honestly, I would say my biggest thing is faith in my kids. I made a promise to myself that when I had kids, I wouldn't allow anything to stop me from being a mother or take me away from the unless it's God and I wouldn't make them pay for anything that was involving me. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when I made that promise, I was speaking on drugs or anything. But when the cancer came into play, I just thought like, I'm not gonna let this affect my kids because they didn't, I mean, I didn't ask for it, but they didn't ask for it either. So as long as God keeps giving me strength, I get up and I do what I can with my new norm. And 
my kids understand. So yeah. I just push, and I just never want them to lose faith because, you know, my grandmother, one saying she taught me is like, many things may tangle my feet, but nothing can hold me fast. Mm -hmm. Which means like, nothing can hold you down as long as you got faith, you got God. And I just teach them that as long as he's there and you waking up, you can do it, so. Yeah, and, and um, that's amazing. Like, I definitely admire your strength. Um, I've seen, I mean, I've seen you like beat the odds, really, you know, and um, it's definitely just amazing that you're able to still continue to to just keep going, you know. Um, what does those those dark days look like for you? They're bad. I think the dark days is when I look at my kids and I see that it's affecting them because my son, he internalizes a lot of stuff, so he doesn't mm -hmm. speak on it unless he hears the new diagnosis or you know, it's a bad day, and I can hear by the music that he's playing this Sunday. Mm -hmm. My daughter, she has trouble sleeping because mm -hmm. she, and that's the hard part, she went to my husband. First, we didn't understand why she would not sleep and she'd be up all night. And you know, she's eight by the time she's seven, so you're getting on like, go to bed, you got school. Yeah. And then she went to my husband, she told him, I'm scared to go to sleep because I'm afraid when I'm sleeping, my mother's gonna die. She's like, so it's like her way of wa watching over me. So when I would wake up in the morning, that's when she would go to sleep. Mm -hmm. But it's like, you couldn't do that. That's when she was going to school. Now it's a little different because of COVID. But, um, you know, I understand. So I made a little thing with her where she knocks on the wall and I'll knock. So three times, I mean, I love you and I'll knock back three. But if I don't, she gets up and comes in. So when it's hard, think about leaving your kids just because nobody's going to raise them like you. Nobody's right. going to love them like you. Yeah. Um, I have to remind myself and have faith and I pray and I cry. I've had my depressed moments. I've had my moments where I was ready to give up because you get tired of taking chemo weekly. Every mm -hmm. Friday they're sticking you or it's side effects or, you know, my hardest days is when my, my daughter or my son want me to run with them and I can't because of the bone yeah. cancer or she wants me to ride a bike with her and it's like, I can't do that or, you know, playing in the park and those days get hard, but I find other ways to do things with her. And like I said, I have my bad days, but my faith is what keeps me going and my, my grandmother and just being able to talk about it with certain friends and family and mm -hmm. being able to cry. Because normally, honestly, I don't really cry in front of my kids because yeah. I feel like I have to be strong. And if I'm weak, then it's going to make other people weak. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I definitely can, you know, I mean, I definitely can relate to to definitely having a parent who who battled cancer and watching him, you know, get the doctors give up on him. So, like, I, I get totally where, your, you know, like your daughter is coming from. Unfortunately, it's just, that's something that is just, I mean, it's not, it's, you can't really explain it from coming from a kid's perspective. I was a little bit older than she was, but it was the same effect. Like, you know, it was many days that, you know, they had gave my dad six months to live and it was many days that I was like, I mean, the fight was so, so rough and just watching him go through that, it was many days I was like, man, today is the last day. And, you know, it's definitely hard from a kid's perspective watching a parent battle cancer, but, you know, like you just said, you know, my dad taught us how to pray. Um, it was many days that we had to like, you know, be the ones who, you know, wrapped around him and just pray for him. You know, so I think that's an awesome thing that you're teaching your kids, like faith and 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 all of that. Just having a positive spirit. Like we laugh, we joke about certain things. Like for the days when I, well, I got some hair now because this the last chemo didn't make it fall out. But um, the days where 
I didn't have hair, I'll go around. I'm like, why you didn't tell me I had eyebrows? And I'm running around the house looking like a bald-headed chicken. Like, you have to laugh about yeah. certain things. And then I have this shirt that my daughter likes, and it says, heck yeah, these are fake. The real ones tried to kill me. Yeah. So she loves that shirt. And I find a silver lining in things. So like when I had the surgery of a bilateral mastectomy reconstruction, like I was joking with my husband and friends, like I'm getting an upgrade. Like, you know how you upgrade the car? Yeah. Yeah. So it's just, you keep a positive attitude and you know, like I said, besides faith, and only thing I can do is give it to God because I've been around people who was diagnosed with the same thing or less than me and they died a week later or months later. So I remind myself that he gives his toughest battles to the strongest warriors and that I'm going through this for a reason. Mm -hmm. I might not know the reason, I might not understand it. Maybe it's to help other people, but it's a reason that he gave me this to bear. and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely, um, you know, I mean, I definitely think you've been fighting since 2014, right? Yeah, stage four since 2014. Yes. Since 2014, I definitely think it's a it's a reason. Like your purpose is much more bigger than 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 what you can imagine. You know, I mean, God ain't just keeping you around for no reason. You know, you might not understand it now, but um, I'm sure that you know your fight has touched many people's lives to just keep going when they wanted to give up. You know what I'm saying? And that even goes on just with with cancer. You know, if you can beat stage four cancer, you know somebody will look at your story and be like, hey man, I can do, I can handle anything if she is going through this. You know, and it just make you appreciate the little things that you have in life. Definitely, because I've had people come to me and they'll say like, wow, um, you know, I was complaining about this, but then to hear yours is making me thankful or the little thing I was complaining about is not so big. And, mm -hmm. you know, I've had other cancer patients who was just at their wits end when they found out, like lost and depressed and they've come and talked to me and when they find out how long I'm dealing with it or, you know, fighting or they're like, well, you don't look like you have it, which I tell them wigs and makeup do wonders. But, <laughs> um, you know, it just gave them a little faith or inspiration, especially when they find out how long, because when you go into the hospital and the doctors have you sign that paper and it says it's not to cure, it's to treat or to prolong your life. Mm -hmm. It's a hard blow. Yeah. And especially with me, they told me I kind of exhausted all my chemotherapy options out. And they just was trying to file different trial studies. So when you hear that message that I, I exhausted all, all options out, it kind of makes you lose faith for a minute. Well, I won't say lose faith. It kind of lowers it because you're like, oh, options. But then, you know, I talked to my grandmother myself, and I'm like, you know, God has the final say. You can tell me I don't have anything else. Yeah. And he could cure me tomorrow if he wants to or... I can carry this for another 10 years or whatever. Yeah, so absolutely. You know, um, what does faith look like for you? I mean, I know we c covered a little bit, but I I I'm sure, you know, going through this, your perspective of faith has, has been tested and has changed. And <laughs> yes. so what does that look like for you? For me, honestly, it's believing, um, waking up, believing even though I can't see and even though I've got bad news and... You know, I might get that little glimpse of, oh, one shrunken or, you know, the chemo work for a while and then go back and, hey, it got bigger or it spread somewhere else. It's just knowing that he's waking me up every day that I'm able to kiss my kids. I'm able to still go to work. Even if it's not full time, I'm still able to pursue my dreams of nursing to further my career to get up and bake, which I love to do or create and you know, just see my kids and my grandmother and experience things with family, make memories, mm -hmm. live life 
to the fullest because it's like I said, there's people here who's not able to do that or they die unexpectedly. So, you know, it's just knowing God's there, feeling his presence. Like it's been times, like I said, where I've cried and I've cried and when you can't pray, but you can just cry. Yeah. And then after I'm done crying, it's a calm that comes over me, mm-hmm. which I usually cry after every um, bad scan or, you know, which is what every three months I get a scan. If it's bad, really bad, I'll cry or, um, you know, if that chemo doesn't work. And I'll, like I said, I'll cry, I'll pray, and then I get a calmness over me like I know he answered. And then my faith, because when I first got diagnosed, I... A prayer I asked God, and I said, just allow me to watch my baby. At the time, it was Jason, because Leah was little. Mm-hmm. And I was like, let me, because he, my son, that's, you know, it was me and him for the longest. I love my daughter, and that's my heart. But, you know, I said, let me at least see him graduate. Mm-hmm. Let me see my baby graduate. And it's just like the years has been going and going, and now he's 15. He's in high school. You know, he got his first job, and you know, Dang. my daughter's getting older. That's crazy. But I can't believe he that big. You know how you have kids where you know one's a little bit stronger than mm-hmm. the other? Yeah. And so that's my baby. My son's my He's strong, but he's a mama's boy. Yeah. And so I'm like, you know, let me just get him long enough where everything I instilled in him, and he can cope if I do have to leave, and he can teach his sister. And, you know, it's faith, because like I said, I'm still here. I'm still able to watch him grow and do things. Mm-hmm. and. I just know it's nothing but God because even being sick with COVID, with cancer, lung cancer, after me and my family came through it, I couldn't do nothing but cry because I'm like, so many people have died from it. And yeah. with me having lung cancer and COVID, yeah. it wow. could have been so much worse. And I, it, it's God that kept me. Yeah. And there's no other way to explain it. So. Yeah. I mean, and that's like, and, and I mean, all you can really just say is but God sometimes, you know, um, you go through so many things in life and it's just like, just even listening to your, to your, to your story now, like, I mean, I've been known the story, but I guess we haven't never really sat down and really had a conversation one-on-one and just to listen to your story and just to hear just, you know, I mean, you just, I'm just thanking God that he has been, you know, giving you the strength to even be able to just keep pushing and just to keep going. Um, I know earlier you mentioned that you had just got some, you know, news with the, with your scans. What is it like for treatment now? What's, what's the, the, you know, what's next? Well, I started a new chemo called, um, Paxitaxol and it's like, um, they started me, I had it before back in 2015, but now I'm taking like the sister version of it mm-hmm. because they said this one's embedded in protein where the other one's kind of like water-based. Mm-hmm. So they're hoping that it works. And um, so I get it. Now this one I do two weeks on, then I get a week off. I'm two mm-hmm. weeks on, but it's, you know, on Fridays as scheduled. since That's how it's been since I started, Fridays, since 2014. So I only get a break when I'm taking a family vacation. But um that's the goal right now. I just had a bone scan last week. I haven't got the results on that yet because I see my doctor next week to see how the cancer is doing in my bones. But well, I'll be on this one for as long as it's working. Like, as long as the cancer doesn't grow mm-hmm. or spread, I can stay on this one. But if it's growing, then they'll stop it and try to find something else. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's pretty much how it yeah. is right now. Your initial, when you um, initially started cancer, it was breast cancer, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what are some things as for for women just like to educate? What are some things that 
um, you would recommend that we look for to as far as breast cancer because that's something that you know it's it's something that's not I guess educated even like you know within the black community and the African American yes. community. So what are some things that you think that we should look for or some signs and and stuff like that? You're supposed to actually check your breasts once a month during you know, your time of administration or after, but at the same time. And they prefer you to do it while you're in the shower and you kind of raise your arm and, you know, check your breasts in a circular motion and you can start from the inside out or the outside mm -hmm. in until you get there. And just look for any changes of dimpling, pain, discharge, or lumps. And the only thing I could say is be an advocate for yourself because it's a lot of healthcare disparities among the black community mm -hmm. and African-American women, young women, because like I said, when I first found the lumps, and it was three, I had to fight for them to do something because I was so young. Mm -hmm. And you'll get pushed to the side if you're not an advocate for yourself, like, hey, no, something's wrong, or at least check it out, rather be safe than sorry. And you just have to do them. Like I said, check monthly. Don't push anything off, no, the lump was here, it was just a cyst, or mm -hmm. no, go get checked. And yeah. if you don't have health care, it's a lot of different resources that you can get, and they do free mammograms at some places. Mm -hmm. And yeah, you always hear like on the radios and stuff, and you know, free health screening. So you know, I think people should just take advantage of it. I think that us as women need to be a little bit more cautious as far as our health. Um, going to the doctor, um, and like she said, just speaking up for ourselves. Because um, even me working with in a healthcare facility, like I'm not a nurse or a doctor or anything, but um, I see a lot. And you know, sometimes you know, the, the doctors can push you off, and you know. So I think speaking up and having a voice for yourself is definitely a good point. And um, I'm glad that you did that. And I think now things are better because back in 2010 when I got diagnosed, I got told personally that a lot of the testing that was done was not done for African-American women and young ones. It was more done towards older Caucasian women. Mm. And that kind of was like, whoa, at 25, like, so you're giving me treatment, you're telling me stuff, but you haven't really fit anything in the mold for me, right. for somebody who looks like me, yeah. who's my age. And now it's better but we still get mixed, misdiagnosed. Just being a nurse and seeing that and being in the field and we get pushed to the side for pain or, you know, even if it's breast cancer or any type of cancer or pain because it doesn't have to just be breast cancer mm -hmm. that pops up. Mm -hmm. It can be lung cancer, it can be skin cancer, it can be anything and you just have to, like I said, fight for it. Kind of know your body and Treat your body right. It's you only get one, so right. you know. Um, and then I know you know in the beginning. Not only do you, um, you know, not, like not only are you just a nurse and a mom and stuff. You actually have a a, a business that you're running. Um, let 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 them know about your business. Oh, well, I do a lot. It's called Karma Creations. So I used to bake cakes. I still do every now and then, but that's making it a little difficult because of the neuropathy in my hands. But I still do cupcakes. I do t-shirts, um, the um, trays, uh, jewelry, like I just do a lot, masks, like sub sublimation work, um, pretty much anything creative and I got started because I just wanted to do stuff with my daughter and make memories and you know, plan her parties and it just became something that I love to do when people started asking me to mm -hmm. do it, so, which I can be reached on IG at Carmen. Create, karma underscore creations, but um, 
Yeah, so I just kind of yeah, like do like, it all. Yeah, she do it all. She is like, you talking about real live superwoman? Like, this is her right here. Um, like, all jokes aside, definitely need, she definitely need her own cape for real. Um, because, you know, I mean, I, I, I watch you, you know, I see your videos and everything like that. And, like, you literally let nothing stop you. And, and, and that's amazing that, you know, like, you declared that you would not, you know, that you would live and not die. Um, and I just want to encourage you just to keep going. Um, you inspire a lot, a lot, a lot of people. And um, God definitely has big plans for you. Um, them kids see you. We see you. Like, you know, you you not fighting alone. We definitely, we see you. We definitely do. I want you guys to start commenting. We're going to start taking some comments from the uh, from the audience. If you have any questions that you want to ask Shauna, uh, she's very educated. She's also an RN, well, a nurse and everything. So if you have any questions that you want to ask her, you know, maybe she can answer some questions for you guys. Um, and let me get this so we can, I can get, come a little closer, y'all. Hold on. And I also must say one of my biggest inspirational stories was the one of your father. Because, yes, when I worked with, um, uh, Miss Sam's Grandma Dobby, I remember sitting there and I was sick that day, matter of fact, and we just got to talking about my cancer and she told me the story of your dad. And so when she told me that they gave him six months, I looked, because I didn't know that at first. And I'm like, what? I was like, he had cancer and they gave him six months. And then to look to see now, I was like, that was nothing but God and faith, you know. So that's a big, you know, story inspiration that I keep in the back of my head that miracles can happen. Yeah. So Like, um, I don't know if you guys, um, if you guys are, you know, like really know. Uh, my dad went through a... Uh, went through cancer so oh, cancer is yeah cancer is something that uh runs in our family and um my dad did my dad went through liver cancer and when he found out that he had liver cancer they had gave him six months to live um and we had to fight and you know we had to literally watch him go through that we had to watch him go through uh go through a lot um he had lost so many so much weight no hair um, but just like Shauna, it's not a, it's not a day that he didn't go to work. You know, it was some Fridays on Fridays. He was so exhausted. Me and my siblings would have to literally go to the car and carry him out, get him undressed. Um, but he still made it happen for us. Um, he never missed a beat. My brother was playing baseball at the time and, um, he never missed a game. Even if he had chemo that day, my dad was sitting on that field watching my brother make them home runs. So um, it's definitely, you know, it's definitely something, it's definitely hard to watch your family and watch people that you love go through, go through something because there's nothing that you can really do about it but pray. Um, and there's nobody that gets you through but God. Um, anybody have any questions? We love y'all. You want to comment on some of these? Um, love y'all too. Uh, I see <laughs> a bunch of people. Uh, those I know and those I don't know, because a lot of family on there to be naming names. But hey, family, the family know. deep on here tonight. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> love y'all, and if I can do a special thank you to my grandmother. She's 84, and she's my biggest support system. She's been at every chemo since 2014, which you know take turns with my husband, my aunt, but. 
When I say she's there ready to beat the doctors up and when I'm sick, she's at the house to help me take care of my kids and my husband got to go to work and like I said, my biggest support system, so. That is, that's, that's, that's awesome. I'm, um, I mean, I have more support system, but you know, that's my yeah, rock right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. All right, y'all. Nobody has any questions. Today has definitely, thank you so much, Shauna, for coming on. Thank you, thank for, you for sharing me. your story. Um, whatever you do, I want you to continue the strength that you have. Um, I love you. Um, Thank you for having me. You know, I, I just want you to keep on doing what you're doing. Keep fighting. Um, at the end of the day, the doctors have, you know, you know, they can only tell you with the report. But, you know, you definitely are believing God's report. And I want you to just keep doing that. Just be encouraged. I know every day may not be easy. And I know that, you know, sometimes you have to be the strong one for everybody. But it's okay to sometimes lay your Superman cape down and just take it all in. Nobody wants to be um, Susie, let me see. Hold on one second. We gonna Susie want to get in, so hold on. Oh, okay. You're just catching us. Okay, never mind. Hey, Susie, you wanted to be in the video. I'm just adding you. <laughs> oh. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you must have accident you must have accidentally hit add add the video or something, but it's okay though. I did not just connect it. How do you do that? It's okay, I got you. I got you. Okay. <laughs> thank you, my godmother said very educational. Keep the faith. Thank you. Yes. Faith. I tell him by his grace I am kept. So Yes. Thank you guys for tuning in. Um, I don't know if anybody else has anything to say, but um, if you do, you got Shauna is tagged in here. You guys, if you have any questions or or anything, you guys can always just add her. Um, if you did just get on, it's okay. This will be available. It'll be up. The podcast will definitely be up, and it also will be available on Apple, Spotify, and Google. Um, so you guys can be able to listen to that shortly. Um, and again, we just ask that you just continue to tune in. Um, again, this is Sia's Podcast. I am your host, Valencia Rollins. Our special guest today was Lashana Dixon. And um, we have found hope and trust in God and everything that we have been through. And we want you guys to do, to do the same. We hope that something has been said on this podcast to keep pushing and to give you hope to keep going. Thank you for tuning in, y'all. Bye.